Welcome to another episode of the Advice You Didn't Take podcast with your girl, Remy Ray. Thank you so much for all the support that's been pouring in from you guys just listening and loving the podcast. Don't forget you can catch me on iTunes, Buzzsprout and SoundCloud at the Advice You Didn't Take podcast. Also, don't forget on iTunes specifically to leave a good review so that we can continue to grow up the ranks. You can find me at iamremyray.co.uk for my website and at Instagram and Twitter at I am Remy Ray. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the podcast, The Advice You Didn't Take with your girl Remy Ray. And I have a super special international guest who's Marianne. amazing, <laughs> doing amazing things. Um, I've seen her all around Instagram, just around different women that I like, really admire. And I just thought I had to get you on. So could you introduce yourself, please? Sure. My name is Marielle Liguer. I'm a global publicist international speaker and author how did this journey begin you have to tell me like i need to know the back end (laughs) sure okay so um i'm from london um well pretty much from london and i've always i've been working in pr for like the last decade over a decade now that i think about it but yeah i started working in a pr agency like a really really big pr agency um i did that for a little while loved it but then started to get itchy feet, which is quite common for me because I always kind of get itchy feet in any job after about two years. Um, so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do a master's. So I went off and did a master's at Nottingham Business School. And that was like a, a full year master's, um, which, was, which was great. I loved um, doing a master's. And then I kind of just went back into the same thing that I was doing before, which was PR. Um, and then I just wasn't, I was kind of just going through the motions, wasn't really loving it um got like just fed up and then one day my sister and I decided to go to New York on holiday and that was 2011 and then I was like it was bright blue skies I remember it was September October time when it typically should have been cold and just miserable but it was really bright I was like oh my gosh I want to move to New York so I was like yeah I'm gonna make this move happen and then Long story short, within nine months, I was in New York. So I I transferred with the firm that I was working at to the New York office. Um, So 2012, I was living in New York, um, was doing the whole corporate thing there, doing corporate PR, hated it. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I need to pause and figure out what I really want to do because I'm doing these jobs and I'm just not loving it. And then um, I was like, stop that. I'm not actually going to take another job. I'm going to just work for myself. So in 2016, I made the leap and I, I haven't really looked back. Um, I've, yeah, so that's my very long, long... I was going to you know. say, like, two, um, two things come to mind. Like, what hmm. was your business, um, master, like, was it a business master's or did it have PR elements in it? And yeah. even though you hate, well, you didn't hate PR, but corporate PR, obviously, you're a creative, so that must have been a bit stifling for you. Do you yeah. think that that was essentially the issue there? Yeah, yeah. So the to answer your first question, yes, it was like a general business degree. So I covered things like finance, economics, like broad stuff. I've never actually studied PR in the academic sense. Yeah. I've, I'm what you would call a classically trained PR person. So I've always worked in PR firms and I've always worked in global firms where they've had like, you know, big training budgets to really, really um, support and develop you. Yes, I've always, always worked at really, really big firms, which has helped me like that. You know, a lot of people think that running your own business is glamorous. Like it's really, it can be, but it's really, it's a lot of work. You've got to have a lot of discipline and everything else. And 
um, the 10 years I spent in like working at all of these prestigious firms um, has really helped me because I kind of have that training. I have the discipline. I have, you know, all of those skills that you need. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty old school in that regard. It's funny because um, when I, I my um, degree was in fashion management and marketing mm. and um, the first internships I got were in um, PR agencies and I absolutely hated it. Every PR yeah. that I worked within was just full of like rich girls that their fathers or whatever had given them a load of money and they decided mm. to start a PR firm because they were like London socialites and stuff. Yeah. I worked at a few other ones which weren't essentially run by them but ran by bigger companies you know and then loads of product placement and things of that nature but i hated pr every every time yeah. I a new pr place you could just feel yeah of the women trying to outdo the next woman it was yeah. just not a nice environment yeah yeah and I totally get that I mean that's that was my experience when I first started in PR when I was doing like the agency side like Mm. or especially like the really glamorous sides of PR so like the consumer like fashion beauty all of the (laughs) yeah all of those and that's why very early on I was like you know I actually prefer the corporate side I actually just a business so I did the consumer side for about 18 months I was like I don't Mm. like this industry I don't Mm. like the vibes and then I've always focused on like the more hardcore, so the finance, the corporate. Yeah. Um, but even then, I was just, I didn't actually feel, look, you only could, like Steve Jobs says, right, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. Yeah. It's only like when I look back, I'm like, okay, so that's why I had to go through that to really figure out what do I really like, what really sets my soul on fire. And now I fully know that and I do that every day. So that's... Thank you to get to that point. Um, that's one of my questions I've got written yeah. down. I'm always very interested in when mm-hmm. does that cog turn and you're like, oh, this, this feels a bit different. This feels like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten freaking years. <laughs> um, but no, like it, it was, it, it's a process. And I think you only learn by doing. Um, people, for me anyway, like doing a master's thinking, oh yeah, maybe that's what's missing. Maybe I just need to do a master's. No. I, I was like that a few years back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so close. Yeah, but I think now with the, you know, the uh, social media, I, if I was graduating now, I probably wouldn't even do a degree, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I just don't feel that you need it. Like, money is yeah, so- because it's what are you doing it for? Say, but it's a waste in a sense, like, you could gain these skills without spending the money, getting yourself into debt or whatnot. Yeah. Like, feel like a not not enough people like me and you are driving that narrative like yeah people are still going to university to become entrepreneurs like yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah it's insane if it was something like really technical like a doctor or an engineer then wholeheartedly i get it but for what i'm doing like in the online space it just doesn't doesn't make sense. Like I've had to learn some, the learning curve for me has been so freaking steep these past two years because I didn't know about digital marketing. I didn't know. I didn't, it's you know. Crazy, isn't it? It's just gone boom. Like, to be honest, yeah. I, I did play around with digital, not marketing, but the back end of like blogs and stuff like that. I was always so intrigued, yeah. but not enough to know that this would become the next big things that will be really key to moving yeah. this forward. Otherwise, I probably would have stuck with it because I was always very interested in analytics and the demographics. Mm was like logging onto my blog and stuff like that and that was in 2010 and nobody was really teaching that then yeah well this is the thing sorry it wasn't important i was gonna um segue into the fact that you actually wrote a book um yeah brand bible yeah 
from personal experience or was it just because you're like this something's missing in the market space this is what's needed yeah a bit of both to be honest with you so yes personal experience obviously I've been in PR for a long time um you know doing PR in London starting off in London and then working in New York for five years so I've kind of had like that global exposure my role in New York was a global role so you know there's a lot of people that claim to be like global experts or global speakers and stuff like global as their postcode yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like, you know, I was actually working with different offices and managing global campaigns and stuff. And I, then, then I realized, actually, from an entrepreneur perspective, um, you know, if you're somebody that's just starting out in your business, there's so much noise out there. How do you get PR for yourself if you're, you know, a solopreneur? How do you build your brand if you're a solopreneur? So the book is, isn't, you know, it's literally just three chapters. So it's, and it's split into like the first chapter is all about getting started, you know, getting clear on the basic fundamental things that you need to know and do yeah. as a business owner. So getting clear on your message, what do you want to even be known for? How do you, um, you know, really pinpoint those key messages? Yeah. And then the second chapters, I've interviewed five women that are all different industries. They've built six to seven figure businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've interviewed them to kind of get like their secret sauce, what they did what mistakes they made and so forth and then the third the third chapter kind of ties it all together and it's focused more around um you know taking it to that next level you know what you want to be known for you've built like you know a strong online presence what's next so that's kind of what um the third the third chapter i was gonna ask you um are you i'm not sure if you work more with essentially global brands or now are you finding like the place is picking up with smaller businesses and if Mm -hmm. so are there major struggles with them factoring in a budget for things like PR, for things like marketing? Because yeah. social media has got a lot of people confused. They're thinking, oh, I can just launch a company tomorrow and put it on social media and it will go. But yeah. you, know, you know that that's essentially not the case. Yeah, it's not the case. And, and that's a really, really good question, actually, because I have essentially changed my business model. So in 2016, when I first started, I was very much a freelancer, right? So like I would have like one client here, one client there. And then I realized actually this isn't scalable. I don't want to have a traditional model whereby I have to hire staff. I don't like the idea of managing people that just, no. <laughs> just that, like, I, do, I have no, like I don't mind coaching people, yeah. but managing people day to day, checking if they know I've got no interest in that. <laughs> So I've changed my business model whereby I focus on like different things. So my sales funnel is essentially, um, so imagine like an inverted pyramid, right? Like, so you've got the point at the bottom and then you've got like the big space at the top. So um, the the big space, like people, the funnel people come in through is usually my book, right? Like they read my book, which is like 10 pounds. Um, and then I offer like group coaching, um, to like female entrepreneurs that's an online program um and then i offer private coaching which is like working with me one-on-one to help you build out your you know your business your messaging or whatever you want to focus on and then the bottom bit which is more takes more takes up much more of my time is um the corporate stuff so like i do corporate speaking I did like a workshop at Santander and I'm going to do like another one in September. Um, And then also working with your personal brand, right? That's like delivering a workshop. Yeah. 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 And then um, I also do um, like a done for you service. So like yesterday um, I've taken on two new clients from New York. One is like a global consulting firm. 
and another it's a guy that I used to work with he kind of wants like a stronger LinkedIn presence so um it's a and it's a real mixed bag I'm also launching a membership site in September so I'm kind of in the I'm kind of working on that um but I just realized early on that it it doesn't for me anyway just my personality I wouldn't want to just have like the old school PR agency model whereby I've got multiple it just today's day and age anyway it's like it will be very rigid in today's fluid yeah kind of yeah and that's why the digital marketing skills have come into force for me like they've been so like just knowing how to how to run a webinar so instead of having to go to like um you know a venue and host a webinar for like 30 people i'm able to get 100 people to sign up to this webinar and yeah. teach it live and then like and this is what i did the other day actually so um, i think you had emailed me and i i, w- I wasn't able to res- normally i respond within a day but i took a little while to respond and it's because i ran i did a webinar on the sunday yeah. and um i was just kind of testing it. i was like okay let me do this webinar see kind of what the response is and it was um all about linkedin yeah. and at the end I was like okay so I'm gonna offer I'm gonna launch a LinkedIn course anyone that's interested blah 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 and I kind of just said it like you know literally five people signed up they bought like literally I made like 2k in two hours and I was just like actually you know this I'm onto something here you know so I'm like okay let me do more of this rather than you know and a lot of those people were scattered all over I had people in London people in Newcastle people in Florida you know so that's the age that we're in and I think if you don't have a digital marketing element of your business today and it's just you constantly trading time for money you're going to be broke and you're going to be tired yeah it's It's definitely one of the angles that I'm like my to-do list is standing around getting clued up with the webinar elements getting people into Mm. spaces but I'm still personally still quite keen in getting the right people into a a room together as well because I feel like that that's important yeah yeah it does and it's happening but not happening enough quality if that makes sense yeah. So I, um, I totally relate to um, the whole webinar elements and not having to look for spaces and things yeah. like people. The convenience is just second to none, really. You can, oh, yeah. Like, we're talking now. I'm literally sitting yeah. on the floor in my bedroom and you're on your sofa. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so convenient. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely amazing. And I just see it getting bigger and better. And yeah. kudos to you for, like, I'm not seeing enough British girls jump on these yeah. And I just find it so strange to think, you know you're saying you're operating um to your best capacity but are you really if you're not really tapping into such sources you know yeah it's one of the things i see a lot of girls working or supposedly working right but no doing the work you know yeah i think it's also a mindset thing as well like um i'm actually working on a a deck i'm doing a um, if you're around you should come next week so i'm doing this workshop it's an entrepreneur workshop um and um your mic's gone down a little bit. Oh, has it? Sorry, I think okay. I touched the thing. Um, yeah, so I'm doing this workshop, and one of the slides is really talking about the importance of having a really big vision for your life, mm-hmm. because I feel just the, the very nature of being British, I feel like our culture is very much about, you know, self-deprecation, don't really talk yourself up too much, don't really stand out, blend in, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's so fucking boring. Like, why? That's You're not- here. Huh? I'm like, 
out of my immediate circle definitely an anomaly because yes. in any capacity like the first business yeah. that I started that grew really big yeah. I started with 2,500 pounds and it, oh, wow. it took off like wildfire you know yeah. what I mean so yeah. that mindset that you're talking yeah. about I've seen it far too often and it really freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it freaks me out. And it's also like, you've got one life, you've got one shot at this. But the amount of, like, Brits that I'm around that are like, oh, I'm not sure, or, you know, and it's just like... Yeah, very fearful. And that's why, you know, I often say, you know, mindset is so, so... Like, you have to really work on your mindset. What stories are you telling yourself? What are your beliefs and all of the rest of it? Because when I was in New York... Huh? How you talk to yourself. Yeah, yeah, how you talk to yourself. Your self-talk is probably the most powerful thing, right? So it's like, you know, just being in... That was part of the allure to being in New York is that, you know, they people were literally just, yeah, like, let's do this, let's do this, you know? <laughs> but it's... It's it clearly helped you on, like, come, probably coming back to the UK. Yeah. Capacities like almost like light work probably to you because the people yeah. are just not as fast paced like people are just not that much concerned yeah. really getting on yeah and I don't mean just getting on to start a business but I mean like pushing yeah 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 and it's a it's a hustle and this is the thing like so I was there five and a half years and a lot of my friends were I mean I left by my own accord I've got my green card so if I wanted to live there I still could yeah. but it just got to a point you know I've got a place here um I own a place here so it didn't make sense for me but really trying to build my business there when I knew that I wanted to have it online. I didn't want to be spending like two and a half in rent. You know, that's rent. It's not coming back. <laughs> that With that money, I could easily just hire someone, you know. So that's kind of, I've been able, I'm starting to build my team now and stuff like that. And I wouldn't have really been able to do that in New York with those crazy overheads that I had. So yeah. that was my... Um, big motivation but for the, but another place before you came back home like another city would, was you interested in potentially doing that or never okay no nah. no i mean i've visited like i've been to like you know miami chicago i've 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 been around the us a lot but um you know my business is literally online like today i was i went to this um exhibition i took my laptop after the exhibition, I literally did conference calls. I've been working all day, um, you know, so that's the sort of, I'd rather have a low cost base where I'm at least close to my family and then still, you know, be able to spend like a few months in the US if I wanted to. But my priority really is just my business. That That's it. <laughs> you say that that's one of the biggest keys, um, I'm conscious of time, but is that one of the biggest keys just keeping low 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 cost and just going as hard as you possibly can until you're at the next stage where you have to then think about what's next you know what I mean yeah 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 oh totally and I think um it, it was actually it's funny Mark Cuban so he's like a billionaire founder of um what's it of what you would call it um the dallas mavericks he's the owner of like yeah anyway he's a pretty big deal i remember i saw him speak in new york and one thing that he said actually that is to your point he's like live like a student like keep your own live like a student and i took that to be in two things like keep learning keep investing in yourself but also like keep your overheads low like as low as you can um and i think that makes all the difference like just be really really resourceful um and yeah, that I think that is that is key, 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 key. Um, I just want to ask you a few 
like name that thing that's a new segment that I'm going to be trialing in the podcast yeah. basically so it's like the best book that you've ever read that's really contributed to you changing your whole narrative and how you mm-hmm. look at that. Um, the best podcast episode that you've listened to mm-hmm. um, and the most influential person that has really shaped you into the businesswoman that you are yeah lastly the advice that you wish you took that you didn't take so firstly best book best book um i'll say the alchemist is really up there for me just yeah yeah i love that book just in terms of like you know thinking big dreaming and just just believing that there's magic out there you know um puts a warmth in your heart as well when you read it i every time i read it it makes me feel some type of way inside like yeah all time yeah and it's funny I, I listened a few weeks ago I listened to like the, the narrative on YouTube yeah. like it's on YouTube and I was like even that I was like oh my gosh it's like being read a bedtime story like from your from your grandma or something it's so nice I love it yeah that that's definitely you know, up there. about 100 million copies of that book alone I was listening to his interview if you haven't yeah. listened to it, check it out with Oprah on yeah. um, have you heard it no, I've not. Super Soul Sunday. You know she's got yeah. a podcast. He's on it as well. It's um, yeah. something about that guy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> special guy. Um, next is a podcast episode that's like podcast made you go, hey, you know what? Today's that day I'm yeah. going ham. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. There's so many. Um, I mean, I love Sarah Blakely. Um, she got her own podcast. I didn't know. She No, but she was on, um, so she was on quite a few. So she was on Lewis Howes. um school of greatness um yeah she's done quite a few but her actual interviews i love just because you know she's was selling fax machine and she's um and also any lisa nichols podcast interview as well so she was on lewis house's um podcast and just her story as well just you know she was on welfare now she's um, one of the one percent the second richest black woman in america light skin lady with the dark skin like she yeah she's um she's sometimes got short hair she sometimes got her hair in braids as well but um you're talking about and she went to the bank with like a check yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and she's on the secret yeah 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 so that her, her any um podcast with her so yeah it was the, the school of greatness interview with her that again just blew my mind I was like, oh my God, I'm like, gonna have to check that out because yeah. I do like just listening to her story alone was enough to nearly bring you to tears she's powerful man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. um also person who is somebody that is influenced you like above and beyond just even being in yeah. the room with them will make you feel like oh my god <laughs> yeah I'd say from a family perspective, definitely my dad, like I'm very close to my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I just, just even growing up, just the, what he's instilled in us, um, you know, he's always said, own your own shit, like start a business, don't rely on anyone else, um, create your own lane because no one can take that from you. Um, and those values have really stuck with me. And, you know, even now if I talk to him, he's like, you know, you could do whatever you want, all will be well. Even when I'm having like a meltdown, when I'm like, but dad, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, you know, everything's going to be all right. All you have to do is you, you're, you're made of strong stuff. Like, you know, just affirming, I think that, more than anyone is um you know really really helped me um and what is the best piece of advice you were given but you actually didn't take and you wish you really did yeah i didn't take um <laughs> uh 
I guess just do it. Like whatever you're, is you're trying to do, just do it. Don't, you'll never be ready. There's never going to be a right time or whatever else. Um, you know, in some ways I wish I had started a business earlier. Um, but it is what it is. I think now is the time I probably didn't have the right skills or whatever else. So I think just do it, you know, and figure it out as you go. I think that is, I think sometimes we stay too long in, in the land of learning, especially women like, Oh, I just need to do this course or whatever, whatever. And it's like, how's that help? Is that making you money? No. Absolutely. That is the nail on the head. I think, um, yeah. just before you leave, I wanted to get a quick tidbit on women who influence yeah sure so yeah sure so it's like an online platform for female entrepreneurs um helping them become recognized as experts in their industry so lots of tools resources um really just to help them shine um my background is pr so i can you know if someone's interested in getting into forbes or whatever tv or podcast i could help you know develop that um but also just helping them really really get visible in a really strategic authentic way in front of their clients is um what the platform's all about wicked um i just want to say like I have not met you obviously in person, but I just know mm. when we connect, it will be something special because we have very similar kind of thoughts on it and many topics, it seems. And yeah. I just recommend you for going to the States, man, and just trying <laughs> that crazy place. Yeah, just, just trying, you know what I mean? Like, so mm. many people around you would say, I would love to do that, would never ever try it. So, mm. thank you for just doing that journey and showing us that it's actually possible. 